Let me ask you this. Are you listening to this podcast on a speaker or do you have headphones? Obviously, there is a difference. But I'm raising the question because the difference is probably a lot greater than you think it is, not just physically, but socially, even psychologically. That's according to Alicia Lieberman. She's an assistant professor of marketing at the UCLA Anderson School of Management. She focuses on judgment and decision-making and behavioral change, and who knows? Her research findings might change your behavior. This is How the World Works, a podcast of UCLA Anderson. I'm Oren Alney. Professor Lieberman, welcome. Great to have you. Thank you. Wonderful to be here. So Americans, you discover, and this is partly due, I think, to uh, COVID, are now spending as many as four hours a day listening to audio in one way or another? That's true. And the four hours was actually pre-COVID, and it's only increased since then, especially as we're all in our homes and talking remotely to others. It's even higher than it was then. Wow, that is amazing. So what then is the main difference between speakers and headphones? Sure, we can cut right to the punch. Well, when you are listening in headphones, the big difference is that it localizes the sound inside your head. So when you're listening in speakers, it's much closer to a realistic experience where you can tell where the sound is coming from. So, you know, when you're just speaking with somebody in the room, you can tell if they're talking to you from your left side or your right side. Speakers are much closer to that, whereas headphones the sound is localized inside of your head. And we find that this effect of what's called in-head localization actually impacts not only what you think about the speaker themselves, but how you respond and behave in response to their message. I wanna talk about to some of the studies that you did because they're really very interesting. But first of all, why is it important to know about this? We're all listening to immense amounts of media via headphones or speakers. So you can think about in a single day, you might be driving to work or even just taking your dog for a walk, listening to a podcast. You might be listening to an audiobook. You could hear a political appeal as you're listening. You could hear a nonprofit asking for donations. You might hear a public service announcement telling you to get your COVID vaccine. That's just one piece of it. We're also, especially now, speaking with each other via phone, headphones or speakers on a daily basis. We're working, so we are having conference calls, we are on webinars, we're doing trainings. These different interactions involve consumption of auditory content and people are listening to them either in headphones or speakers. And we find this simple way of how people listen can really have a big impact on their responses. Wow, that really makes a lot of sense. Let's take a look at some of the studies that you have done. You've studied more than 4,000 people in order to determine what the differences are. Let's start with one where people were asked to listen to a homeless mother and daughter having a conversation with one another. What did that show? So we had people listen to this clip, and it was a mother and daughter talking about their true experience of being homeless and living in a car. And we had half of the participants listen in headphones and half listen in speakers. And importantly, people listened in their own headphones and their own speakers. So we find that it's robust to 
all different types of headphones over the ear, in the ear, small speakers, big speakers, all of that. So we had people listen either in headphones or speakers to this mother and daughter talking about their experience. And we then asked them several questions afterwards. And we found that those who listened to this conversation in headphones actually felt closer to the mother and daughter. They felt both socially, so more emotionally, interpersonally connected to them, and they also felt like they were physically closer to them. We then found that because of this, they perceived this mother and daughter as warmer people, and they actually felt greater empathy for them. They felt like they really understood the feelings that they were expressing more than those who listened in speakers. Interesting that you said they felt closer physically because, of course, they weren't close physically. Exactly. And while headphones are physically closer to them, they actually felt like the people were closer to them in space, more like they were in the room right next to them. You made an interesting point that there are many different types of headphones, but you're saying that the results are the same regardless of what headphones you're using. Exactly. So we have some experiments where we control the headphones. So that's a very clean experiment. We make sure that there's no differences. Everybody uses the same headphones. And then we have a number of them where we let people use their own headphones. And we find that these effects are robust, even when, you know, I think there are seven or eight different types of headphones that people use when we group them into categories. And we find the effect no matter what type they're using. Okay, so the experiment involving the mother and daughter who were homeless living in their car suggested that there was greater empathy among those who had headphones. What about the one who had people listening to somebody talk about the fact that their parents had died in a car crash? Yes, so this is another study that we did. In this study, we had people, again, listen via headphones or speakers to a PSA. So this was a real PSA that went out about the dangers of distracted driving, specifically texting while driving. Now they listened to this woman tell her story about her experience with distracted driving. And it's this tragic story where she was driving, I believe it was on her way home from her college graduation. Another driver who was texting hit her and her family and both of her parents were killed and she was critically injured. Now we had people listen to this. The end of this story or this PSA talks about the dangers of distracted driving and how safe driving starts with you. So it's this persuasive message for people not to engage in distracted driving. So after we had people listen, we then asked similar questions about how they felt about it. And we found that once again, with this different clip, people who listen in headphones felt both physically and socially closer to the woman they heard telling the story. They also felt more empathy for her. Those who listened in headphones were actually more persuaded by this persuasive message. So they thought that distracted driving was more dangerous than those who listened to the exact same message in speakers. And they also thought that more people die each week as a result of distracted driving. And we found this shift in attitudes and beliefs was again driven by this increased feeling of closeness to the communicator of the message. This is so interesting. And it seems to me it says a lot about how important the information we get through our ears is to us. Uh, we think somehow of a visual experience being dominant, but audio experience is pretty important. I absolutely agree. And, you know, visual is dominant in some ways, but if you think about just in a daily basis, how much we consume 
through our ears. It's incredible. And in this situation where this small way of how we consume it can change how much somebody believes or is persuaded by a very important message, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, that is impressive. So, okay, now there's another one. People were listening to an award recipient or somebody who wanted an award. Describe that test. Yeah, so this is probably one of my favorites. So in this study, we had a booth set up and in it, we had research assistants who were undercover as uh, representatives of a podcast. And it was a real podcast put on by a business school. And we had people out there and as people were walking around, just passersby, we had these research assistants say, excuse me, we're looking for feedback on this brand new podcast. Would you just listen to this two minute clip and give us some feedback? So many people said, of course, they came over and they listened. Now, unbeknownst to them, we had half of the people listen to this clip of this podcast in speakers and half listen in headphones. Now, the clip they listened to was this alum speaking about her company that helps the blind and low vision. So they listened to this, and then afterwards, as part of the quote-unquote feedback, we asked them some questions about her and what they thought of her. And again, you know, they felt closer to her if they listened in headphones than in speakers. But the coolest finding was that we said, okay, now that you've listened, this woman is actually up to win an award. Would you like to take some time out of your day to write a letter in support of her winning this award? So this is a measure of effort that people were willing or not willing to undergo. And they weren't getting paid for this. It was just out of the goodness of their heart. Would they want to do this? And we found that when people listened in speakers, 14% of them agreed to write a letter in support of her winning this award. But for those who listen in headphones, 30% were willing to write a letter. So over twice as many people took time out of their day to write a letter in support of this woman after listening to her talk about her company in headphones than in speakers. What about listening in cars, though? You simply can't do that. That's illegal. People ought to, if they're listening to this, to be very careful about the idea that you could put headphones on in the car and hear something in, in a more sort of intimate way. That's absolutely true. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're not driving, please put on your headphones. So one of the other findings that we didn't talk about yet is that when you're listening in headphones relative to speakers, you're also more immersed in the story and or whatever is being heard. And when it comes to driving, that could be quite dangerous because you don't want people's attention fully on what they're listening to. You want them paying attention to the drive itself. So in the car, do not listen in headphones. Like you said, it's also illegal. But one of the interesting elements of that is that's one of the reasons that this whole idea came about. So I am an avid podcast listener. And I remember one day sitting in my car and I always listen to This American Life. So I turned on This American Life and I sat there and I was like, you know, I'm listening to Ira Glass speaking, but I'm not feeling that emotional connection that I normally feel. And I said, I'm not sure exactly why that is, but I have this intuition that I wanna just turn it off and wait until I have some headphones. And it was this initial thought that I said, hmm, there's something about those headphones that create this interpersonal closeness, this feeling of connection with 
the person I'm listening to. And that is what kicked this off and it just snowballed from there because there's a lot of literature in psychology that looks at the downstream consequences of this increased feeling of closeness and interpersonal connection. So once we kind of nailed down that, wait a minute, headphones are increasing feelings of closeness to the listener, we then said, great, what do we know about that and what are these outcomes that we can predict? based on feelings of closeness. And from that, we predicted and find that people, as we've been talking about, perceive the communicator as warmer once they feel closer to them. They have more empathy for them and they're more persuaded by them. So there's another issue that uh, is interesting about this and that has to do with music because of course we all get very immersed in music. But I take it that there's a very different kind of dynamic going on there. And that applies to Apple and other sources of music, and they're going in the opposite direction. Absolutely. So as we started off, we talked about this concept of in-head localization. Now, when it comes to music, in-head localization is often seen as a downside. So for a long time, people who work in the music industry, have tried to reduce the effects of in-head localization. And the reason why is when you're listening to music, you want that realistic experience that feels like the music is surrounding you, like you're actually listening in a concert hall. And because of that, there's been a lot of advances recently, things called 8D music or 8D audio and spatial audio to recreate the effects of this surround sound experience, even when listening in headphones. And that's been true with music, as you just mentioned, also with virtual reality, where they really want people to feel like they're in this 3D space. So as these other domains are moving away from it, we said, wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, when it comes to auditory messages themselves, maybe there's actually this hidden benefit of in-head localization. I've noticed in a car listening to music, the sound will move from the speakers on the left side of the car to the speakers on the right side of the car. So what I'm hearing there then, I take it, is this whole idea of surround sound is just not applicable because I don't have the uh, headphones on. Yes, that sounds like you are listening to that type of music in the car. So people could conduct their own experiments, I take it, just like you did in the car to begin with, the experience that led to all of this research. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm all for everyday experiments. Um, that's how a lot of this research gets started, really. And, you know, people can try. Let me listen to some things with headphones. Let me not listen to others and see how it affects them if it actually changes their behavior. And I bet now that people, at least those who are listening, are aware of this, you'll start to notice the difference in yourself as well. Uh, there is money in this, too, because it would seem to me it's important to advertisers. Just think about how much we listen to advertisements and at the root of these ads is really persuasion. You know, they're they're trying to persuade consumers to buy their product or use their services. And here we find that listening in headphones increases persuasion. So it's something to be aware of as a consumer, also kind of consumer protection to just know that when you're listening in headphones, you might be more persuaded to buy a product, good or bad, um, than when you're listening in speakers. We don't test that directly, but our findings do suggest that there would be some implications there. 
And we started out at the beginning uh, talking about COVID. As a result of COVID, and now apparently it's becoming true even without the necessity of COVID intervening, that people are doing much more remote work. How important is this to companies whose workers do work remotely? Within remote work, we are having work phone calls, of course, listening in on conference calls. We are doing webinars. We're doing trainings. You know, anybody that works for a company knows those annual trainings that that must be done. And all of these interactions are going to be affected by feelings of closeness to whomever they're listening to. So if you're listening to a conference call, you want your employees or you yourself want to feel closer to whomever you're listening to and be more engaged, feel more empathy for what they're saying. And then when it comes to, you know, webinars and trainings, a lot of those have these persuasive elements. You know, you're persuading people to listen to safety protocol at work. And if you're listening in headphones, you're going to be more persuaded by these messages and it's going to lead to better outcome in many cases. And if I were a CEO of a company, or if I was running this, in many ways, I would encourage my employees to use headphones as much as possible in these types of interactions for these exact reasons. Does this work both ways? You say it makes people feel closer psychologically as well as physically if they're listening on headphones. What if they don't like what they're hearing or the person that they're hearing? That's a great question. We don't test that directly, but I think you're tapping into an important point because you could see this actually having the opposite effect or you know, backfiring in some ways. Because if you're listening to somebody that's really unpleasant or you don't like them, if you feel like they're even closer to you and they're in your head, you might react and say, no, no, get away from me. I, I don't want to listen to you. So again, we we don't test that directly, but that's a fascinating area for future research to see if it's these negative or disliked people, what would actually happen. So bosses ought to take that in mind. I suppose if you call somebody up and tell them uh, that they're not doing a good job or that they're going to get laid off or something of that kind, you might tell them to take your headphones off. Yeah, put a little bit of a space between you and them. This is a fascinating subject, and I'm just interested in whether you have anything to say about it that I haven't asked you yet. Well, goodness. So we, we covered a lot of it. Um, I would say that one of the things that I really love about this research is there's been a lot, lot done in the auditory space, but almost all of that research looks at the effects of the content. So what in a message makes it more or less effective or the person that they hear. So are people, you know, do they react differently to male voices, female voices, but what we find is that you know holding content constant holding the person constant just this little simple way of how people listen can really have this huge effect and it's something that for most of us you know we're engaging and we're listening to things all the time and most of us do have access to headphones or speakers and this little tiny intervention can really just have these huge impacts on people's day-to-day -day lives you mentioned that this could be very useful for companies that have remote workers. It's probably important who's doing the talking. Yes, that is absolutely true as well. And to um, kind of consider that when making all of these decisions. What's the impact one way or the other with headphones when somebody is in the room with another person? 
Yeah, so we did not test that directly. Of course, if there's somebody in the room, there's going to be other elements because you have the visual element, the physical closeness of them. But putting that aside, most closely, having somebody in the room with you would be closer to speakers because again, their voice is localized outside of your head. Whereas with headphones, that sound is localized inside of your head. That's that very intimate experience. So while we didn't test that directly, that would be the closest comparison. We did do one study where we tested what would happen when people listen in speakers, in headphones, or in headphones with that 8D audio. So that audio that sounds like it's in a speaker, that it's moving around you. And there we found that headphones once again led people to feel closer than both speakers once again and those who listened to the 8D audio clip. And we also measured this sense of interpersonal closeness, which is using this measure called self-other overlap. And what we found is that those who listened in headphones felt a greater sense of this self-other overlap or this interpersonal closeness relative to both those people who listened in speakers as well as those who listened in headphones to the 8D audio. And we actually measured directly how much does it sound like these people are speaking inside of your head versus outside of your head. And we found that the effects that we're finding of headphones increasing all these feelings of closeness is driven by this feeling of the voices actually being inside of your head. So this is something that obviously will be very important as time goes on, the more and more remote communications that we are having. And that's going to be increasing over the years. Alicia Lieberman, Assistant Professor of Marketing at UCLA Anderson. Professor, thanks so much for being with us. Thank you so much. This was a pleasure. All right. Well, let me just say then to our listeners that I do hope you'll listen to this podcast in the future on your headphones. This is How the World Works, a podcast of UCLA Anderson, and I'm Warren Alney. Thanks so much for joining us.